Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself. I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development. Owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide personal professional coaching and consulting services. Certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio, Radio Show radio station. Before I introduce my guest this evening, I would like to announce an upcoming workshop sponsored by Empower on Purpose. It is a networking virtual vision board workshop that is being offered every first Sunday of the month. The next one is actually July 7th. This is a goal-setting vision board workshop and online networking event. You know, we are almost approaching the seven-month mark in 2019, and it's not too late to level up and get focused. During the workshop, you will learn a proven framework to help you tap into your true desires and dreams, use those desires to set intentional goals, and then outline an achievable plan. You will break all traditional goal-setting philosophies during this intro workshop. You will also get countless worksheets that will help you in completing your vision board effortlessly. Register today to enjoy an atmosphere with great vibration, laughter, fun, while you write your visions with power and purpose. To register or to find out more details, please visit www.empoweronpurpose.com. So this week's empowerment quote is by Ashley Reichert. The power you have is the power you have is to be the best version of yourself you can be. So you can create a better world. This quote is just simply awesome and fabulous. Every single day you must strive to be fierce, fabulous, and fearless. It is so important for you to wake up each morning already believing in yourself. You have to decree and declare each day that today I'm going to be the best self, the best version of myself, and I'm going to be a better than I was the day before because we all have a purpose and a calling. We are called for a higher purpose. And the end of the day, you never know who's watching you. I think of all of the children, the young adults that are watching every single move you make. So why not make sure it's going to be the best and allowing the best version of you to shine? I would challenge everyone that is listening today to ask yourself three questions each day before you start, before you start your work day. One of the questions is, what is your intention for today? Question number two, how will you empower yourself and others? Question number three, how can you be, a, how can you be better, a better you today than yesterday? And it doesn't stop there. So in the evening, when you have that reflection time, come back and ask yourself three additional questions. The question number one is, were you intentional today? Two, did you empower yourself and others? And then three, are you okay with the version of yourself that you aligned to, you allowed to shine today? All of these are very powerful questions to help you empower that best version of yourself. So without further delay, today my guest is Jamila Allen. A little bit about Jamila. 
Jamila Allen is the founder and CEO of Simba Creative Learning, a Chamber of Commerce finalist for the best small business in Prince George's County, Maryland. Simba is a national accredited and result-driven early learning center employing 30 staff and servicing 136 children ages 6 weeks to 12 years old. With the revenues growing on an average of 18% per year, Jamila has transformed Simba CLC from 300000 a year to $1.7 million in 2018 with only one location. Jamila is absolutely an absolute amazing CEO, and she's also a certified speaker, coach, trainer, and teacher with the Don Maxwell team. Welcome, Jamila. How are you this evening? Welcome, Jarisa. Thank you so much for that beautiful, beautiful introduction. I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show today. I am so excited to have you on the show. You're absolutely amazing. And just a little sidebar, Jamila and I met um, the early part of the year at a JMT conference, and we both were so ready to learn and eager to grow and add value to others. I just want to say that you are truly doing some amazing things. So if you could please share with the listeners a little bit more about your journey and background and how you came to do all of the amazing things that you're doing now. I am absolutely excited to share my journey with you. I have to calm myself down because when I talk about my passion, which is child care, I tend to get overly excited. Mm -hmm. So just (laughs) let me just get real centered because my only purpose for these few minutes is to inspire. I want to touch the hearts of our listeners so that they will Mm -hmm. be compelled to do something powerful and different that would change the trajectory of their businesses. So I just need to get myself centered because I'm just excited to be here tonight. Absolutely. Yes. So at the age of 17, while working, while attending West Virginia State University in the early 90s, I had the Mm -hmm. privilege to work at at the child care center located on campus. The center was primarily utilized at that time, for the faculty and the students who had children. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, Jerisha, being so excited when I met the president of the university's two-year-old. For the wow. very first time, she was actually in my class. Wow. I felt, I felt so proud when her parents would come and pick her up, and just knowing that this prestigious couple trusted the staff with their most precious jewels, made me feel happy, just happy inside. And to know that she was actually their only child. Wow. To put Mm -hmm. the icing on the cake, their only child. (laughs) This was a huge responsibility for me as a freshman, and I didn't take my job for granted. I enjoyed every moment I spent at work as a 17-year-old. I Mm -hmm. felt something that I had never, ever felt before and I was drawn to the children. I really enjoyed playing with them in the centers and asking them open-ended questions. It just, it just melted my heart. Mm. So that experience that I gained while working at that child care facility at the age of 17 was mm-hmm. really the beginning stages of my journey to wanting to own my own child care center. Absolutely. The director, Mr. Lord Davis, um, I just recently saw her last year, and I had not seen her since I left college. Mm-hmm. She was very, she's very, very dear to my heart because she showed me what excellence looked like. Because wow. growing up, yeah, because growing up 
all I can remember is how the neighborhood child center back at home looked. I remember how it smelled. I remember when I would drop my nieces off, the dirty carpet, the bed lighting, and the broken toys, the overly used mm. toys that were lying on the, the dirty carpet. That was that was embedded in my mind up until that time I started working with Mrs. Davis, and my heart had just opened up. And at that time, without a shadow of a doubt, I knew what my purpose was. I knew. Absolutely. <laughs> I knew it. That's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I knew my purpose. So um, it's, a, it's a little story because <laughs> you got to get the facts mm-hmm. to get it. So I decided to change my major to elementary education in order to dig deeper into understanding the whole child. So I went on to teach uh, for 10 years as a special ed teacher. While teaching, I noticed that I was very particular about how I set up my classroom environment. I was overprotected on my students. I wanted Mm -hmm. them to have the same opportunities um, as the regular students, and they did. And um, as a very young teacher, uh, this was back in the early 2000s, I received the title of Teacher of the Year while working at an all-special ed school with children with disabilities. So oh, that's I awesome. Found, yeah, so when I, when I talked to some of my colleagues from early on, they, they, you know, they would tell me of all these particular things that were in me as a very young person, but mm-hmm. I, I, I still didn't know. You know, I had that yearning, but... So during the early years of my career, I had done some things that would prepare me, I thought would prepare me uh, for being my own boss. So in 2001, mm-hmm. I decided to start a, a 501c3 in order to test the waters to see how it really felt to be an entrepreneur. That was the birth of Simba Richmond Academy. And I did that for about about eight years. We provided free uh, year-round programming for at-risk children and provided space place for them to go after school. However, that experience would not satisfy my burning desire of wanting to own my own child care center. I wanted that building. I wanted to have total control over how I operated my business. So I thought. So um, while working for D.C. Public Schools, I operated the nonprofit with two other colleagues, and then I continued to visualize owning my own childhood facility. I visualized that I would find myself doodling during my lunch break, how I wanted my childhood center to look. I would visualize, I would close my eyes, and I could feel it. I, I saw the colors on the wall, and I, even, mm. I knew how I wanted it to smell. And, and when I tell people, it is so important to be still, because when, in that stillness, Teresa, you, you mm-hmm. just, just, everything just comes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, that is pretty much um, the beginning stages. I I decided to quit my government job after hearing a testimony um, in, I think it was 2007, during watch night, and I Mm. was able to pull $200,000, $300,000 out of my home to to birth my business. And it happened Mm -hmm. 18 years later. Wow, that's amazing. Absolutely. Some of the things that you mentioned that I just want to point out that, you know, is so important is the fact that you mentioned that you visualize your dream. Uh, visualization yeah. is so, so important. Um, you know, you've seen it. You had, you know, you think of the vision boards and just, you know, putting things on, you know, putting your dreams and your ideas 
and then being able to look at it each day. Um, that's so important. And then the importance of, you know, being still. It's so important just to have those quiet moments to reflect and, um, yeah. you know, even, yes, absolutely. So thank you so much for, you know, for, for sharing your journey. Um, I would love to hear more about some of the programs that you offer at Simba Creative Learning Center. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. So Simba is an amazing place to nurture children. And I'm not just saying that because I'm the owner. I'm saying it because I see it and I hear it Mm -hmm. from a parent. So my number one goal is to provide excellence. Our vision is to exceed our parents' expectations from beginning to end. So I constantly think about how to make things fresh and new during my meditation, during that stillness. And it may come in the wee hours in the morning when I'm still. So we, um, we provide our families with five extracurricular activities. And remember, we service children um, six weeks to 12 years old. So a lot of, mainly our babies are six weeks to four. Then they go to school and we do before and after care. So we want to expose mm-hmm. our children to um, an array of activities that they may not necessarily get. So we have um, lessons from abroad. That's our Spanish, Merging Spanish program. We do poetry, poet life, music, creative art, and Zumba. Those are all included. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I love Zumba. Zumba is so cute. Yes. <laughs> the two-year-old is, is just amazing. And then we also include all diapers and wipes and meals. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And parents have the opportunity to select additional activities for fee, which is chess, Mandarin, mm-hmm. robotic engineering, yoga, ballet, jazz, martial arts, um, science, and organic um, gardening. So wow. we just, I'm just always adding on to the list, but I just love yeah. that one-stop shop. So that's them before you. And we try to Absolutely. post on Facebook some of our activities. Um, hopefully, you'll, I'm sure you're following us. You can see some of the mm-hmm. things. Absolutely. That is amazing. Some of the programs that you offer, uh, well, all of the programs that you, that you offer. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, for your children from, you know, from babies all the way up to, you know, that's up to 12. Um, yeah, that's, so that's really impressive. It's just amazing to see them being active. And we just started on um, engineering, robotic engineering class last week, and I'm just blown away with the, with the facilitator. I'm like, this is it. Yes. expectations. Absolutely. I mean, because truly, you know, it starts, you know, kids nowadays are picking up everything. They're learning so fast. You know, I think about my, you know, my, my youngest who is, who was six, but when she was even younger than that and how, you know, the different things that we expose them to, you know, if you create an environment that is going to be conducive for, um, you know, for learning and adding different programs, kids will learn fast and they want to learn. So that's amazing. Absolutely. Thank you. So, Oh, you're welcome. Um, So then your business is also um, one of the Chamber of Commerce finalists for the best small business in Prince George's County, Maryland, what requirements did you have to meet to, you know, receive receive that 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 position? Yes. So um, we were selected as one of the three finalists being recognized for Excellence in Business Award with the Prince George's mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce. And um, well, it was the application process. One of our parents had nominated us, and um, 
they looked at our business growth, um, mm-hmm. our community outreach initiatives. Uh, they looked at how many staff we employed, how long we were in business, and our overall business practices. Uh, they also looked into the reputation within the community, and I was just Absolutely. so extremely honored. I was I was thrown back. I was extremely honored to just be amongst the stars because three of us mm-hmm. out of all of the hundred applicants, we celebrated. <laughs> Absolutely, as you should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely, that's amazing. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So then, as you know, as a business owner, we know that there's both wins and successes, but, you know, and there's also um, obstacles, challenges, and then disappointments. Can you share one of the challenges that you have faced, you know, as a business owner and how you've overcame it? Absolutely. Um, I always tell people business is business. It doesn't matter if you own a bottle shop, if you uh, have a grocery store, uh, if you have a dance we all pretty much have the same issues, and nine times out of mm-hmm. ten, it's staff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's staff. So yeah. I used to hire out of desperation and panic, which was mm-hmm. my biggest staffing challenge because in child care, we must maintain child-to-teacher ratio. So mm-hmm. we will hire someone without following any particular training processes to fill that licensing obligation. And I would, I, would, I would say we were winging it for a long time because as business owners, we don't have time nor the energy to train on top of everything else that's on our mm-hmm. plate. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Training, mm-hmm. <laughs> training mm-hmm. is very time-consuming. And the last thing I was thinking about, so um, we had, they had training on the job as they go. But okay. mm-hmm. I actually changed my onboarding process after sharing my, my pains with one of my coaches. Mm-hmm. She told me um, how she onboards her staff. So I implemented my own rigorous onboarding 90-day process. And um, so I now have a personnel committee that trains, mentors, and guides our new employees along the way. And if, um, the, if any of the listeners want a copy of my process, they may contact me after the show. But this process has allowed me to only work two days a week. And lately wow. I've been going to work. Look, lately I've been going to work one day a week because I have the right people in place. I have yes. the right 30 staff in place that help me every day to mm-hmm. exceed my parents' expectations. And I don't want to seem like we don't have issues because mm-hmm. in business, oh, you're going to have issues. It's mm-hmm. all in how you handle the issues. That's so right. we quickly put the fire out. You know, we have issues mm-hmm. all the time, but because we've had so many experiences over the years, they don't feel the same anymore because we know how to deal with them. So we've learned from mistakes. So the ones that pop up, we're like, oh, we dealt with that five years ago. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is how we're going to handle it. And it's it's easier. So doing this 90-day process, yeah, it's it's amazing. When you have that experience on your belt, it doesn't even bother you as much as before. I know before I used to lose sleep and Mm -hmm. I was so overwhelmed and challenged. But, yeah, so – 
Um, so now I meet with my new team members. I do the 30, 60, and 90-day check-in with the new staff, with the new team members, to mm-hmm. see if they're following proper procedures and turning in assignments in a timely manner. Because they have homework to do during this 30-day process, this 90-day process. So it's mm-hmm. a time for me. Yeah, it's a time for me to create long and short-term goals with them because at Simba, you must continue to bring value to yourself. Yeah. And it's so funny because just um, on Monday, look at that, Wednesday, on Monday, um, I had just listed one of my new staff long. We talked about her long-term goals um, <clears throat> as a new team member, and I told her that I wanted her to research home ownership. And mm. she was so excited to share with me the last time I saw her that um, that her, her the information that she found. And I thought to myself, these young ladies just need a little push and someone That's to right. believe in them. I'm telling mm. you, because my motto with them is, if I can own a house at 25, so can you. That's so right. So I was just overjoyed for her to be, you know, she was so excited. She said, Alan, Alan, I did, I did my homework. I said, okay, that's a long-term girl. We're going to sit down and what's your next step? Because yes. I have to empower them as I, I am empowered. So that, that just brings joy to me. But the challenge is staffing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I will, say, I will say that I think that is awesome. And I definitely commend you for, you know, just taking the step to, you know, implement a program to where you're able to have staff, you know, where you're able to work on, you know, those those short-term, long-term goals. That's on a professional level and a personal level. I think that's so important, um, yeah. you know, for the workplace. And I think that, you know, I think that's, that's awesome that you're actually, you know, allowing, you know, your team and yourself to come together and, and have those programs um, mm-hmm. that's going to yeah. help empower them for growth. Yeah, most definitely, because I tell you, you have to bring value to yourself. That's And that's what I had to learn with my business in order to raise the rates. We have to mm-hmm. talk about how we're going to give the parents more than what they can for and let, or at least make them think they get more. But you have to give Absolutely. them a value. Absolutely. So kind of stand, um, stand along those lines. So what is the one thing that you wish you had known when you had started out? The one thing... I wish I would have known about the law of the lid. Are you familiar with the mm. law of the lid with John Maxwell? I would love I for you to share. The law of, of the lid, prior to me understanding the law of the lid, I used to make excuses. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to blame. I used to play the blame game with my staff, with myself. And once I understood the law of the lid, meaning that, my business cannot grow no more than what I know. So if my business mm. is at between a, a 1 and a 10 and I'm at a level of, of a 4, my business won't be able to exceed more than a 3. So I am operating as a, a, on a level 3 because I don't know anymore. So the law of the lid states that you have to bring value to yourself in order to lead your staff, in order to see a difference. And, and what you're doing. And once I was able to do that, that's when I saw my bottom. My leadership skills started to change, and my bottom line also started to change. So you have to do things. You have to read books. You have to get into these mastermind groups. You have yes. to pay for a coach that can show you show you the way, because if you're stuck at a three, 
you're never mm-hmm. going to be able to get 10 and 9 to work for you because they're going to immediately see that you don't know that much. They're going to be looking Absolutely. at you like, where did it come from? <laughs> so, um, exactly. This, That's good. It's the first law of leadership for um, under the John Maxwell team. That's it's good. called that's, the law of the and I, I wish I, under, I understood that a long time ago because I would have, I would have started getting some help <laughs> mm-hmm. a long time ago because I was stuck. Absolutely, and I know you you mentioned you know mentors and coaches, and um, you know just to kind of expand on that a little bit more. I know that you know being a coach, you know both of us being a coach, we know how important it is, you know, to have coaches. But could you kind of and, how important it is not to only have coaches, but to be a coach to other people. Could you kind of expand a little bit more or share a little bit more how um, just having that coach um, for yourself has really, or having several coaches, has truly impacted your life and, um, you know, your, your business? I have a coach. Well, I have a life coach. I have a business coach, a marketing coach, a branding coach. The coaches are able to see our blind spot because mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. The coaches, <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> coaches hold us accountable. It's a safe place for me to vent and share my challenges mm-hmm. without feeling, without being judged. Um, I'm able to have someone to help wipe away the tears and guide me to a more place of peace. Um, I enjoy the homework assignments based on my business needs and we actually, I have to do the work. When you have yeah. a coach, don't expect your coach to do the work for you. And a lot of people think, oh, they're going to just give me everything. I want your systems. Mm-hmm. I want this. So if anybody think that's what they're going to get from Jamila Allen, no, we want to do the work together because if that's I do right. it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. I just love that process of um, getting that homework assignment. We set goals together with timelines. I was on the phone mm-hmm. yesterday with one of my accountability coaches, and he was like, okay, Jamila, will you launch a podcast? And I'm like, I, I gave him a list of everything I had on my head. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's stick with this date. And he was like, okay, because, <laughs> you know, you want to yes. keep you in place. And he was like, okay, so when are you going to when are you gonna be finished with your content? I said, mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. I said, that's why, that's why I have you on my team, because you go that's put me right. in my place. Yes, so, it's that built-in support system. Absolutely. So yeah, so the coaches. This it, 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 it. I remember when Simba first crossed the million-dollar mark, and my CPA asked me, "How did I do it?" Mm. With such a large incre- increase from the year before, and I asked her. I said, "Um, I said, did you pay attention to the bottom line? Did you see? Did you see how much money I spent on personal development?" I spent a lot of money that previous year on coaches, masterminds, conferences, retreats, which ultimately increased my leadership skills, which mm-hmm. ultimately increased my bottom line on my tax returns. I swear to God. Absolutely. And I only like to swear. <laughs> I wish my mm-hmm. CPA could be on this phone right now. Yes. I said, oh, did you see how much money I spent? <laughs> it was just so amazing because it, it, it just connects. I, at that moment, I connected too. I was like, oh, this stuff do work. Yes. This is amazing. Absolutely. And ever since I've hired, invested in coaches, my mm-hmm. increase because I know more. I learn more. I do things differently. 
Lord, if I was doing this by myself, I'd probably still be where I was, still doing what I mm-hmm. thought was right. But it's all in, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. What you don't know. That's right. Absolutely. Completely, completely agree with that. <laughs> I think that is so important. Mentors and coaches are extremely important. And the fact that, you know, you mentioned that you have several. Um, you several. know, oftentimes it, yes. It, I mean, it's a lot of times it's as many as it takes, <laughs> you know, for you to, for you to really, you know, for your business, for your, um, you know, from a financial standpoint, from like you mentioned, mm-hmm. a marketing coach, um, yeah, as many coaches as it takes, you know, um, that accountability piece. Hired accountability. Well, I didn't even know about accountability. Well, it's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I said, okay, I'll let you call. <laughs> accountability stuff is still there, but I was like, oh, man, you're smart. I was like, yeah, yes. you want to teach me this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How much you call? I don't even care. Because people going to yes. pay you for not. People will pay they you will. for That's <laughs> right. But the important thing is you have to do the work. You have to be committed. You have to want to, you know, make the changes. You have to, you know, be invested in um, you know, with your time, with your, you know, certainly with money, but, you know, with the time, because you have to put in the work, because at the end of the day, you know, yeah. it's good to have that mentor and coach, but you have to put in the work as well. You just, so people absolutely. think it's going to just come out the sky, and it, they think mm-hmm. it's instant. It's not instant. It's not microwave. It's more of a, um, what you call it, crock pot. It takes time. Yes. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen by talking to me one time over the phone. It's a process. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. You will start seeing a little changes. I, I'm telling you, I've started doing things so much differently now. Mm-hmm. I was I was <laughs> people, mm-hmm. people who started with me in 07, my parents, they probably say, this is a changed woman. Because yeah. I was so stressed and challenged to the max doing everything myself. I, I was I was I went to the hospital. I was so stressed. Mm. Um, I took it, I had to go to the hospital. My heart was hurting. I was just mm-hmm. like, this, this is about to kill me. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. So it's important to to get someone on your team, somebody who can actually guide you through the process, make it a lot easier, a little bit, just a little bit easier. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So, what has been uh, the most rewarding part of being a business owner for you? That's a good question. The, I think the most rewarding part of being a business owner is knowing that as I climb the ladder of success, I can hmm. take my team with me. Absolutely. But that's all part of being a great leader. Hmm. Yes. So I often remind them that as I grow, you will grow. I'm their professor. I tell them all the time, I'm your professor. I'm going to teach you what I've learned, I teach them what I learned when we had Denver University. I teach them what I learned from my coaches and motivational speakers. Um, I often have my admin team travel with me. I remember years ago my director said, I want to go. I want to start learning when I couldn't afford to do it. I want. I think it's time for me to start. So not only am I taking her, I have three other people on my admin team. So four of yeah. you know, traveling, and they're getting some of the same knowledge I'm getting. So I teach, I teach them what I've learned. So, you know, I, I do know that people will follow you when they value you, when you value them. 
when you connect with their hearts. This is when relationships are starting to form. This is when people begin to want you, want to follow you because they want to and not because they have to. Because yes. if people follow you or follow us when when they have to, those are the staff that leave on time. They don't mm-hmm. give up any extra time for, uh, to the business. But when people follow you because they trust you and they genuinely like you, it's amazing what they would do. I see it. I've experienced both. Mm-hmm. I've experienced myself following me because I, I demanded it. I'm the only. You're going to do what I say. But when I changed mm-hmm. their whole mindset and I started being friends with them, and I used to say I was fraternizing mm-hmm. myself. I used to give, they didn't even know where I lived for many years. They are my mm-hmm. family. These girls, I love them. I tell them I appreciate you. I work one day a week. Why wouldn't I? My Absolutely. business is doing pretty well. I compensate mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? They're not making no minimal wage. They make what they ask me for. I tell people yes. all the time. I, they ask. I said, they, I said, how much money you want to make? And I say, how are we going to get there? And we mm-hmm. talk about it. And the, the the ones that do what they're supposed to do, they have exceeded that number. They said in my mind because I tell them, as Simba grows, you grow. This is not my money. Yes. This is our money because you have children, you have husbands, you have a house, you have a car. You shouldn't be living in poverty. Working for me. That's right. That's my mindset. Absolutely. I think that's amazing. Awesome. So I don't want to ignore the fact that you are a coach, speaker, trainer, and teacher with the John Maxwell team. Can you share more about, you know, being a part of the JMT and how being a coach has, you know, truly impacted your life and your business? (laughs) Oh, wow. So um, JMT, ooh, that's a whole nother having the most influential leader in the world as our mentor and coach is still unreal. I think I pitch myself. I was on a plane with John Maxwell coming home. I'm just like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's just amazing. Like, this is the man I used to, you know, I listen to his books and I watch his sermons. Mm -hmm. It's unreal. But, however, I'm taking it in as it comes. I look forward to the journey as that is a hit of, for both of us as we continue to yes. grow with mm-hmm. the JFT team. But but now that I'm certified um, through John Maxwell, the bar has been lifted, like, mm-hmm. way, way up there. My mindset has changed as I continue to study the program provided to us and continue to learn from John Books and his faculty member. It, it, it's just it's just unreal. I I now have the responsibility to add value to other people, mm-hmm. companies, organizations. I now have the responsibility to, to lead by living intentionally. He always talks yes. about that, right? And coaching Absolutely. others on how to maximize their true potential and purpose in life. So yes. the bar is just all the way up there, and I'm 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 ready. <laughs> yeah, so. Absolutely. This is being that man's face, honey. When we were in Paraguay, it was I was just like I cannot believe I'm in South America with John Maxwell. Like sitting here eating with him, talking to him, like it's like this man is amazing. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. You, have, you, were, you were you were at the conference, so you know how personable he is with us. Yes, and it's, I think it's truly a blessing to be a part of you know the JMT. Um, I, I can say that it's opened up so many opportunities to connect with so many people all over the world. 
Um, my goodness, you know, and just even thinking back to when we were at the conference in Florida, you know, I don't think I've ever been in the room with so many people who share the same goal. And it's mm. not about competing with another. It's mm-hmm. not about trying to be better than someone else. It's not about comparing our journeys to each other. It's all about adding value to others. And, That's you know, how can we collaborate and support each other? So it's truly been <laughs> nothing but an amazing journey. And like you mentioned, I definitely look forward to, you know, what's what's ahead. Yeah, so, and just the whole um, – Oh gosh, the, the the wealth of information that they, mm-hmm. they open up to us—I can't keep up. I'm just like, how do you get through all these modules of <laughs> listening and learning? It's like overflowing with greatness. Yes. So I just have to be able to be on the team. Absolutely, yes. I can say the same for myself. I and love look, it. Absolutely and, love it. And to be on the phone with him when we go through some of the modules and they, you know, make mm-hmm. the announcement that John Maxwell is going to be on the phone, you know, get on the line and he's going to, oh, it's amazing. But, yeah. It so. is. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So today the empowerment quote was, the power you have is to be the best version of yourself you can be. So you can create a better world by Ashley Reichert. Can you share with the listeners what this quote really means to you? Can you can you repeat the quote again? I'm sorry. I sure can. The power you have to be, the power you have to be the best, the best version of yourself you can be so you can create a better world. I believe and think that we all, <clears throat> it, we all must be intentional, intentionally doing things that will bring value to ourselves. Mm-hmm. such as um, committing to learning new things each day, uh, we should never stop learning. Um, Warren Buffett, I think it was Warren Buffett, said that the more you learn, the more you earn. The more you earn, yeah. the more peace you will have. The more ways you will have, um, you will be able to find freedom to make a difference in the world. People often say that it's not about the money. They always say it's not about the money. But I do know that money allows us to have the resources, um, mm-hmm. to, to send our children to the best schools. It allowed me to surprise my mom with a new car. Um, money allows mm-hmm. us to hire staff so they can support their families. Money allows us to take vacations. Um, it allowed me to adopt a child from Africa and support her financial needs. So mm-hmm. money allows us to, it allows me to provide my staff with health benefits, life insurance, retirement plan. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it is all about the money, So, but you have to be intentional in how you bring value to yourself so you can create a better world for yourself and the people around Absolutely. you. So, so it means to me to be intentional, such as, like I said, committing to learning something new, committing to adding more value to yourself so you can earn more money. Absolutely, absolutely. And family. Like I helped my mom. I was so happy to do that for her. I know that, that's absolutely amazing um, <laughs> that you, you know, were able to, you know, do that. I'm sure she was just just so overcome with joy and, and uh, that's just, that's amazing that you were able to do that for your mom. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you feel like, um, or who I should say, has been the biggest influence um, on your life, and what lessons did that person teach you? I would have to say my parents played a major part in who I am today. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mother, something else. My mother 
um, taught me at a very, very young age that nothing is free. <laughs> so as a teenager, I'm telling you, this is the truth. So as a teenager, I had to pay my mom rent, which was mm. 200 Huh? I had a job ever since I was 14, but you are not walking into my mom's house and not contribute to the to the bill. Mm. So I paid my own phone bill, and at that time we didn't have cell phones. We had the landline. I had a little phone in my room, and I was responsible for my bills. So mm-hmm. I know, I know by me paying my mother rent at such a young age, taught me how to be financially responsible with my mm-hmm. spending. And that taught me at 25, because I don't know too many people, there's some folks out here, but at 25, I was able to buy my first house, and that first house allowed mm-hmm. me to, to, to finance my business. It's just, like, bigger than that. It's just going on and on. So mm-hmm. I, I, I thank my mom for um, teaching me responsibility and how to pay my bills on time, because if it was doing the first, oh, I put the money on the, on the table. <laughs> you want mm-hmm. to pay everybody on the second or the third. So that helped me. <laughs> yeah. I know my bills are due on the first. That's I right. my mom. Put the money on the table. So, and, right. and that, that's, that's, that's the truth. So, yes. and my dad, my dad has always supported me, and he has taught me to uh, to work hard. To taught me um, that if you to work hard as a young at a young age, and always do my best. Um, he yes. often said to me, "Don't sweat the small stuff." <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I would say my parents um, has really influenced me. Absolutely. So then what is one piece of advice you would give our listeners on how they can empower their own growth and success journey? I always love, love the word perseverance. Yeah. So in order, in order to grow, one must be able to preserve, persevere during tough times because in business, honey, you know, there is going to be times when you want to throw in a towel because running a business is an emotional roller coaster. It's extremely yes. hard. And if you're not passionate and if you don't have that perseverance in you, it's easy for you to just say, forget it, I'm done. So my Absolutely. dad said to me, again, often he says to me when I'm going to him and murmuring and complaining, he'll say, if it was easy, Jamila, more people will be doing it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's just amazing that that perseverance will get you over that hump. And also, I have, um, when I feel overwhelmed and stressed, I think about my purpose. And I think mm. about Ms. Johnson, and I shared this story at graduation last year. And she was there, her, her youngest baby was graduating. Ms. Johnson attended Simba as a homeless family. Her family was homeless. And one day, about four years ago, she stopped me in the hall, and it was one of them days I was, like, done. I, I, I needed a beer, and I don't even drink. <laughs> she stopped me in the hall, and, and she was in tears, and she said, thank you, Miss Allen, mm-hmm. for Simba. She said, thank you, Miss Allen, for Simba, because this is the best thing I can offer my children. And at that point, we both had tears flowing. So whenever wow. I think about giving up, Oh, my gosh, I think about baby Riley and LeBriant, and I push a little harder because what we have created at Simba doesn't have anything to do with me. I wish. I I can't do this without the one above. I am God's angel being a vessel and obedient because if it wasn't the one above giving me the strength, I I wouldn't be doing it. 
it's hard. That's right. It's, it's very, very overwhelming at times, but sometimes I have to stop my murmuring and complaining and just, like, really demean, like, who do you think you are? Mm. You are changing the lives of staff, creating relationships, hundreds of children coming through, receiving outstanding um, care, mm. and God has protected me, protected my business. This, you watch the news, stuff goes on every day. He protects yes, me. Does. He protects my mind. He protects my soul. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that this is my purpose. And I'm going to keep pushing mm-hmm. because when I think about Ms. Johnson and when she came to me, and Ms. Johnson, know how she paid tuition. We laughed at graduation last year. I said, Ms. Johnson, I still don't know to this day how you paid tuition. She said, girl, you don't want to know. <laughs> but she mm. said, I had to do what I needed to do for my baby to, to be here. And it's crazy. It's, it's funny because they just she just brought them back for summer camp. They're now older. And um, we, I love her dearly, and I just say I have to, when I think about this woman stopping me, and she said this is the best thing I can give yes. her. You know how that makes me feel as a business mm. owner, knowing how stressful this mm-hmm. whole process is, and for her to just stop me and say, this is all I have, Denver. Mm. I quickly got yeah. I said, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I got you. Absolutely. This is all what a blessing. Baby. Them, oh, that, that did something to my soul. Yes. That's an absolute blessing. <laughs> that is amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much time I have, but I can tell a quick another quick story about my personal encounter with Perseverance, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much Please, time. share. Okay, yeah. so, Please okay. Share. <laughs> a lot of people heard my story before. Um, so in order to um, become a school teacher, you have to pass the practice test, which I didn't know I was senior year in college, and I couldn't pass the math part of the test. So I decided, well, I didn't decide. I had to come home because I, I, had, I didn't have any more classes to take. I had to find my high school math teacher, um, Mr. Gillespie, to help me study for this test because I was determined that I was going to get a, be able to get a license to, to, to teach children. So I had taken the test before I left school several times. I stopped counting at 17. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the mailbox. I was in my early 20s. It was, a, it was, it was kind of cool outside. I was going to the mailbox, and I saw the envelope. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, one point away, two point away. It was just normal for me to go and not pass. So this particular day, I went to the mailbox, and I opened it up before I walked into my house, and I saw pass. That mm-hmm. experience. That perseverance right there, that experience is, is what is pushing me through this journey. Because every time mm. I think about how many times I could have given up, and I have friends to this day who've never passed the practice test 17 times, 18 times. It cost me over $100. And I didn't have any money back then, but I figured it out. It cost mm-hmm. me over $100 every time I had to take that math test. And I just kept saying, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to take it again. One point away. I'm going to go find my math teacher. I'm going to go get some books. I remember being in, in my mama's house and paying rent for that room, studying. And yes. it, that perseverance, was, was it got me through, and it gets me through today with my business because my mind always Absolutely. goes back to that practice test. Yes. Girl, you can do it. Keep trying. Absolutely. Regardless of how you feel, do it again. If it's do it again, yep. keep hiring people. Hire the wrong staff That's for you right. so you can learn from your mistakes because I know all the mistakes that I made is what I'm going to coach my people on. You will know right. what I've done so you don't have to go through what I've done. I put it all in the book. Every mistake yes. I've done, 
People yes, come and they go through that. Awesome. Listen, listen, when they going through that 90-day process, I hand them the book. They look at me like I'm crazy. I said, these are all of my mistakes, and you're going to read them because we don't make the same mistakes twice. And they say, that's oh, right, God. that's right. And we never, I never experienced this before. I hear it all the time. Nobody's ever taken me through this journey. And guess what? All of them don't make it through 90 days. Mm. And I don't even care because that's the mm-hmm. whole purpose. I'm going to wing mm-hmm. out the ones who don't do what you're supposed to do. I'd rather get that's rid right. of you early than later. And my parents know that's if they right. have an all black, they're trained. They might not make it. Mm-hmm. Trust me, Alice, they might not make it. Yes. It's those who are willing to persevere. Yes, yes, and fail forward because you're going to, like you said, you're going to make mistakes. Yes. 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 Absolutely. That's so good. That's so good. That process test, honey, can nobody tell me, anybody, they can't tell me they can't keep going. Huh. You know what I mean? I love that. I failed that. Oh, yes, yes. And it said, that's it right. Print, pass. I couldn't believe it. Mm. And guess what? I would never let my teacher's license expire. I'm in the process of renewing it as we speak. I said, oh, no. Yes. Oh, bitch, I got to take that test again. I said, oh, no. I've not been in the classrooms in 2007. I renew my license every three, four years with DC Public Schools. Mm-hmm. You never know. I always say, you never Absolutely. know. You might have to go get your good damn job back. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so please share with the listeners what is coming up on the horizon for you. Okay. So I am preparing to officially launch Jamila Allen and Company Coaching Business. My business consultant just formally filed my business name. I have an I- awesome. IEN number and a separate bank account. Hey. So I'm working on <laughs> I'm starting on moving forward. I'm working yes. on finishing up with Jamila Allen Branding with the E-Women Network, and um, my podcast, Child Care Biz with Jamila Allen, will be airing very soon. <laughs> so, And I'm excited to have V. Sandra Yancey, my personal mentor coach who is the yes. CEO of the E-Women Network group, to interview me on my first podcast. So I'm overjoyed to have women like Sandra guiding my steps, as we both go through this business journey, I mean, we all have the That's same right. issues, but I just, I just enjoy being up under a woman who making multiple thirty million, fifty million. Those are the types of people I get exposed to just being up under Sandra Yancey. It's amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So to stay tuned and continue to follow me on social media because you will hear and see more of Jamila Allen as the million dollar childcare business owner. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your amazing story and journey. Um, if you could mention to the listeners um, some of your, you know, social media um, handles, um, your website, how they can stay connected with you and support your efforts. I am Jamila Allen on, on Facebook, J-A-M-E-E-L-A, Allen, A-L-L-E-N. I'm also Jamila Ball Allen on Facebook at my website. I am not revealing my website for my coaching business yet because it's going to come out with a lot, but you can follow me on Simba, T-H-E-M-B-A-C-L-C.com. My new email is jallen at jamilaallen.com, and my LinkedIn is Jamila Y. Allen. I also have a closed Facebook group 
which is called uh, Child Care Center Owners Only. So if you are in the child care industry and you've been in business for at least five years and you have at least 50 staff, you will be able to um, to join my closed Facebook group so we can bring value to each other. It has truly been an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Jamila, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to give the opportunity, you know, to me to interview you. Um, I wish you much success and blessings as you continue on your journey. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate your time as well. So, listeners, thank you for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, Jamila Allen. Jamila shared her amazing story and journey and shared insight for how important it is to empower and add value to each other every day. And remember, in order to grow, one must be able to persevere in tough times. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show, or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or event, please email envisionedb at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose. Purpose.